welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. The UK is still in lockdown. Coronavirus, COVID-19 is still affecting a lot of people. But I wanted to focus on some good news. But first of all, uh, to explain this good news... I'm going to take you back a few years. I'm going to do the sound effects. Back in my radio days, every three months or so, a terrifying email would be sent around whichever radio station I was working at at the time. The subject was pretty much the same, whichever radio station it was. It would simply be something along the lines of Rajar results. Sounds innocuous enough, doesn't it? Absolutely not. It was always a nervous time opening up that email because those RAGR results are my listening figures. A good set of results meant you were safe for a little while longer. Less good results? Well, we obviously blamed the way the data was recorded for that. So why am I telling you this? What's this got to do with podcasts or anything? Well, RAGR, which, by the way, actually stands for Radio Joint Audience Research, save that for your family Zoom quiz, has released its figures for its quarterly MIDAS research. So that's basically the listening habits of the nation. Now, this is different to the analytics that you get for your podcast. They're all about your individual performance. These results are about what the whole country is doing, what type of audio you're listening to, how you're listening to it, where, when, that sort of thing. That's actually quite interesting and exciting. I know you're not convinced of that right now, but actually when you dig down into it, I think there's a lot to be found. And it's all the more interesting and exciting now my job no longer relies on this sort of data. So I thought we'd have a look through some of the more interesting bits to come from the data. Now, I'm going to do my old radio bosses proud by saying this all comes with a bit of a caveat. Because this set of data was taken, collated before lockdown. So let's be thinking about the way we're all changing our habits, our new normal, not the old normal. I think the summer figures will be different, but we'll have a look more at that a bit later on in the podcast. So the big news is, and this is flipping brilliant, the big news is that in the UK, 18% of adults, and in this case, an adult is anyone who is aged 15 or above. Teenagers, you're not allowed to go for a drink, but you are an adult when it comes to radio listening. Um, So 18% of adults are listening to podcasts on a weekly basis. That's nearly, very nearly one in five. Or if you need to have figures, actual numbers, it's more than 10.1 million people. And if you need to have a bit of a visualisation of that, I've done some working out and found out the population sizes of some big cities, and it's actually roughly the population of London and Birmingham combined. 
I know, right? That's that. I can't get my head around that. Um, but when you break it down to age brackets, as you would expect, it looks even more impressive, I would say, because you've got 27% of 25 to 34 year olds listening on a weekly basis and 23% of 35 to 54 year olds also listening on a weekly basis. Now, when I was in radio, I would get stories, reports, and I'd say, oh, X amount of people are doing this. And I would throw it back and go, that's great. How does that compare to 10 years ago, three years ago, five years ago? What does that mean? That means nothing on its own. So Charlotte's putting her be annoying hat on, and I'm going to put you into that into context for you, because figures are not very good without a bit of context. So in 2015, so five years ago, 1% of adults were listening on a weekly basis. Yep, 1% five years ago. Just two years ago, so in 2018, it was 11%. Look how much podcast listening is growing. It's an exciting time to be in podcasts, yeah? And the good news is, is there's still so much more room for podcast listening to grow as well. Should we break it down a bit more? I can't tell you how much I wanted to say, break it down. Will I keep that bit in? Will I edit it out? Who knows? So to break it down a little bit more, <laughs> um, those listeners, those 10.1 million listeners are consuming these podcasts, really consuming them. More than 59 hours of podcasts are listened to by those 10 plus million people every week. 59 million hours. That's quite a long time. <laughs> That's the understatement of the century. 59 million hours is quite a long time. I'm going to quote that. That's going to be my quote for the podcast today. So they are turning up and listening. They're not just dipping in. And here's a bit more context because I told you I love context. More people are listening to podcasts than listening to audiobooks. CDs or tapes. Hey, tapes. Remember them? Music they've bought from uh, places such as iTunes. So your digital music, but on demand or streaming music. So your Spotify, that type of thing is still more popular than podcasts. So don't, don't get carried away there. And also more people are listening to podcasts than listening to vinyl and um, radio on a listen again type basis. And I think that's really interesting, especially the vinyl, because we're all, always hearing about how more people are buying vinyl, how it's the cool thing to do. We've got a load of vinyl downstairs as well. And yet podcasts is outperforming that vinyl. Amazing. I, I think it's really exciting. So it's definitely, definitely becoming more and more of a thing, this whole podcasting malarkey. And I do think this is going to continue. But as I sort of referred earlier I think there's going to be a bit of a bump when it comes to this summer's figures. And that's because, according to this latest set of figures, 44% of the podcasts that were listened to are listened to in the car. Yep, can you spot the problem? We're not really in our cars at the moment, are we? And from what I've been hearing when talking to other podcasts, it's having a bit of an effect. There is definitely a dip, or at least there has been. And particular podcast areas that are suffering, suffering, is that the right word? Affected the most, sports podcasts in particular. 
it's quite challenging to make a podcast about a sport, especially if you're following a team, let's say, or if you're following a, a, a Premier League or a Premiership in rugby. And it's just not happening at the moment. You can't talk very easily about a match that hasn't happened, that isn't going to be taking place. You can't do a preview. You can't do a review. So real challenges for certain sectors of the podcast industry. But from what I'm hearing, that dip is recovering. And here's a little bit of a spoiler alert or a bit of a teaser, a bit of a trailer for you. Next week's podcast has a guest appearance from um, someone I know called Charles Commons, who is part of the It's All Cobblers to Me podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to Northampton Town Football Club. Yeah, he's had a challenge of it, hasn't he? So you'll be hearing all about what they're up to to get through the lockdown and still be publishing a podcast episode on a weekly basis. So what is it that I'm going to take from these numbers from this research? Well, I don't think I'm in the position that my bosses would be in when we had a bad a bad Ray Jar round and we'd go, well, look at the way that Ray Jar's recorded. It's it's not clear. It's just, it, it's, it's a bad way that data's recorded. We can blame that. No, I don't think we're there. I think we're at the, woohoo, our jobs are safe. Because obviously, it's good to see podcast listening growing. And I do think it matches what I'm seeing with interest, let's say interest on the ground, you know, what I'm, people talking to me, conversations I'm having on social media and in real life. My most asked question in 2017, in 2018 was, oh, Charlotte, yeah, but what, what is a podcast, Charlotte? I just, oh, I just don't know. I don't get it. Now, my most asked question is, so Charlotte, how do I get going with a podcast? What podcast do you listen to, Charlotte? What podcast do you recommend? How can I get involved? What do I need to do? And whilst it's interesting to see where podcast listening fits into our other listening habits, I don't think live radio is going to go anywhere soon. And by the way, live radio is the number one, as you would expect. And I also don't think it's fair to compare all of the different um, the different things we listen to. That's very badly phrased, but you know what I mean. Um, because you can't do it like for like. Podcasts and music or podcasts and live radio, they all provide different types of listening for different moods. I'm going to be honest with you here. There are days when all I want to do is sing very badly to 80s cheesy pop. Yes, okay, it's mainly me singing the Kylie part of especially to you, to Jason Donovan. But some days that's what we need. And Banana Rama, let's have a Banana Rama sing-a-thong. I think that's what we need right now. Maybe not. It's what I need. But don't worry, I'm not going to record that on a podcast and put it out. But there are other days when all I want to do is just soak up podcasts. I want to hear those conversations. I want to learn something. I want to be entertained. I want to hear stories. Another really exciting stat, or another stat that I find reassuring. How can you be exciting and reassuring at the same time? I don't know, but this one is both, because I find it exciting that people who begin listening to a podcast more often than not will finish that podcast. And when I say finish, I mean finish all the way to that very last second. 65% of listeners, in fact, go all the way from the beginning right to the last note of your outro music or the last word you've been said you've said if you don't have any outro music 68 percent 
listen to most of the podcast. Now, for me, you know, I have a very similar outro every month, every month, every week, every episode. Lots of people do that. And that for some people is their signal to just switch off. So for me, that's what they mean by most of the podcast. I mean, though, that is that is a big stat. And, you know, it's good, isn't it? You've got two thirds of listeners staying with you, hanging on to every word the whole time you are talking. I mean, no pressure, but that's a lot. That is a lot of people sticking with you from beginning to end. And that's a figure that has stayed very much the same or roughly the same. It's not gone up or down wildly. So podcasts are keeping listeners and they have a history of keeping listeners. So I think that history is going to take go forward into the future as well. That, that, that reputation, it's something that people will keep doing. So let me just recap and remember that these are UK figures, so it's not global figures. And the data was collected before the coronavirus, the COVID-19 and all the lockdowns and quarantine that's been going on. So keep in mind, the world is much bigger than just these 10.1 million people or more than 10.1 million people. And we're all, we're all in a new normal right now that wasn't the normal a few weeks ago when this data was being collected. Actually, there's some more news I can bring you. And it's lucky that this podcast is a bit late. That means I can bring you this in this podcast. Both Apple Podcasts and Spotify have now broken the 1 million podcast barrier. I almost at this point want to turn into the, um, oh, who is it? What's his name? Dr. Evil. I want to turn into Dr. Evil from uh, Austin Powers and go, one million podcasts. Now, I mentioned both Spotify and Apple because there are, of course, some podcasts that are on both platforms. This one, for example, plus all the other ones that I do. But there are also notable podcasts that aren't listed on Spotify, but are on Apple. And I know of at least one person who just doesn't like Apple, doesn't like what they stand for, doesn't like the company, doesn't like anything about Apple. So she will not put her podcast on Apple Podcasts. So she's only listed on Spotify and other podcast um, apps that are out there. So it's fair to say that there are certainly more than a million individual podcasts out there. Now, how many of them are active? That's a different question altogether. Um, I know that I've got one, two, three podcasts that would probably be counted as not active at the moment that are listed on, on both Spotify and on Apple. So, but they're there because they were a part of a time and a place and I'm not taking them down because there's still content that I want to be out there. So there's an argument about whether the podcasts are active or not active. But I think if it's evergreen content and you're happy to keep paying for it to be out there, just keep it out there. It's still a podcast. So the market for podcasts is absolutely getting busier, as you would expect, because more people are listening to podcasts. And that's why the listening hours are up. It's all part of the same data, really. So the market's getting busier. Don't be disheartened by that. Be encouraged by that. Whatever you do, do not put down your microphone thinking that there's too many podcasts out there 
And there's no point you starting one because there's a million podcasts out there and nobody's going to listen to you. Keep this in mind instead. There's estimated, again, because nobody really knows, to be more than, get this, 600 million blogs. I'm going to say that figure again. 600 million blogs online. 1 million podcasts versus 600 million blogs. Where do you think you might get your voice heard more? Podcasts or blogging? Podcasts or blogging? Absolutely, the room is there for podcasting. Podcasting has a long way to go before it reaches those levels of blogging. So now, if you haven't already started, now is a great time to be getting involved in podcasting. So next week, we're going to have Charles Commons from uh, Vibrant Sound Media, who makes the It's All Cobblers to Me podcast, talking about how to podcast through a pandemic when the subject of your podcast is your local football team. Awkward. There's no football taking place right now. But what's he doing? What, is, what have they done to get around that? And how is that working for them? We'll find out all about that next week. In the meantime, I'd love to know what you think about these numbers. Do they excite you? I think they should. Or does it feel daunting? Are you worried about how to make your podcast stand out amongst those one million podcasts? That's something we'll talk about as well in the not too distant future. As always, you can find me on the usual social media channels, Facebook and Instagram. You are looking for Charlotte Foster Podcasts. On Twitter, you are looking for CF Podcasts. If you want pictures of cats and some selfies of me running, it's Charlotte Foster on Twitter. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. That's next door's dog. Proof I am recording in the back bedroom. Look after yourselves. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.